Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reevy, along with the sensible sage herself, Sandy Reevy. Say hi. Hey, hi, Alex. Hi, everybody. So this is episode 62, and it is September 30th. Happy Monday. Let's get straight to it. We have In the Transits, Tuesday, September 30th, Venus Square Pluto. Be aware of the changes. Thursday, October 3rd, Pluto stations direct. Pay attention. Mercury ingress Scorpio. Mercury staying for an extended visit. Mars ingress Libra. It's a challenge for Mars. Mercury opposes Uranus. Zippity doodah. Then we have some talisman times that Sandy has finished up. You won't want to miss these. And none upcoming. Then on the horizon, we have our Houston, Texas Hay House Live event, an online and in-person cosmic trends. Also some local events here in Illinois, as well as Iowa. So we have Club Pilates in LaGrange, Illinois, as well as two events in Dubuque, Iowa happening. Then upcoming later this year and into next year, the Jupiter and Sagittarius online webinar, the Mexico retreat, as well as our famous journey to Bali. Then finally in our house, Sandy and I are going to unpack our Unhustle retreat. So we're going to give you our favorite tips and tricks for our digital detox that we collected this weekend and help you increase your mental clarity. So stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Mom, the sensible sage. Hi, Alex. It sounds like you're getting a cold. And maybe a little bit, but don't jinx me. I don't want to get, I don't want to get sick. No, 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 no. Not after this last weekend. Our unhustle retreat, which we just got back from, and it was incredible. It was a complete digital detox. So I'm feeling a little alien <laughs> by my computer right now. <laughs> Man, I did it. I didn't think I could. It I'm, was. I'm very proud. It was wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So stay, stay tuned, tuned for that. Yeah. Before we begin our episode, I wanted to go direct to you all and let you know that we have a really wonderful interview, astrological interview with Sherry Salata. It is about her new book called The Beautiful No. And how great was that episode? It was fun. It lasted way longer than we intended because we couldn't stop talking. We couldn't. We couldn't. <laughs> Neither we, could she, we had though. so many questions <laughs> to ask her. However, during our episode, she agreed to give us some signed copies of her book for a giveaway. And this is our first book giveaway. So Yay! we would love for you to participate. And how you need to do this is head to Instagram. There's going to be a post with the book right in there called The Beautiful No, and it has a big N-O on it. So look for it and share this to your story. Share that post to your story. Mention both Intention Beads and Sherry Salata. The directions are going to be in that post and we would love for you to win this book. It's amazing. It's a fast read and you'll need your highlighter. You'll be writing questions. You've dog-eared about half the book. I did. So the book doesn't really close. She's... She's also got my quote of the year. So I'll yes. maybe I'll share that in the post as well. So lo- we would love for you to participate. So make sure to share often. Share as many times as you can. And yes, also so I have a five-star review 
that oh, I wanted to okay. share with everybody. My and this favorite is from part of this. Yes. Go this ahead. is from Anonymous. So mm. let's see. I loved talking to Sandy and having her give my first astrological reading ever. I've always been interested in astrology and have used apps like CoStar to get information, but spending an hour with Sandy to go in depth in my natal chart and then even looking into a little bit of the future was so eye opening, maybe even a little bit scary at sometimes. Mm. By just reading my chart, Sandy was able to talk about my personality with such accuracy. Mm. It's like she's known me my entire Aww. life. Some of the things she talked about, I'm just now learning about myself. And then when I shared with her my goal of wanting to publish a book, she told me the best time to publish it. And it aligned exactly with the goal I had already set in my mind. Goosebumps. Over the last year, I've grown a lot and I feel like I'm finally finding my path. And Sandy was able to show me that the universe does agree. Thank you so much for your insight and wisdom and energy, Sandy. I love that anonymous. <laughs> I mean, thank you for spending the time writing all that, right? I really I really love this feedback. It makes me excited for my readings tomorrow. Right. Right. So I hope there's, you're on my list more, for tomorrow. Yeah, there's more <laughs> info to be shared with so yeah. many people. So yeah. if you haven't, you know, joined us for a reading with Sandy, we you know, we want to welcome you. We do have a brand new scheduler that we just unveiled. And if you head to our website, intentionbeads.com and click on astrology, you'll be able to click a little button there that says schedule your reading. So we would love yeah. for you to join us in one of these, you know, validating and motivating astrological mm-hmm. readings with mm-hmm. Sandy. So come yeah. on. Please, please join us. Please join me on this journey. Yes. You're, al- you're already here. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so in the transits, let's I get- want to talk about Venus. I want to ask, has anybody seen Venus in the night sky yet? I have. Have you? Yes. I haven't um, because those trees were too tall. <laughs> but pay, pay attention. So the sun goes down and then the bright, shiny, almost looks like shiny diamond in the sky. Uh, it almost looks like an airplane, you know, that's kind of coming in, but it's a sparkly Venus. So Venus is now an evening star. And you should, if you look really close, be able to see Mercury as well. But Venus is the brighter one. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a, a beautiful sight to see, you know, because she hasn't been an evening star since like spring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So pay attention. Um, and certainly with the season in Libra, and we just finished the new moon in Libra and Venus is the the goddess, the ruler of the season. So, you know, kind of recognize that, look at her, make your beautiful wish of, you know, love, money, beauty, relationships, about fairness, about equality, about peace and tranquility. Yeah, she's listening. You know? And then <laughs> and then you can go on inside because, you know, it's starting to get it's getting dark faster, right? Mm-hmm. We come into the studio and we're like, is there a light bulb missing? It's like, oh yeah, because it's like dark already outside. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, look for look for Mercury and Venus in the sky. Okay. At night. So we also have Tuesday, September 30th, Venus square Pluto. Tell us a little bit about this. Actually, right? So that Venus is in square to Pluto. So this happens about 11.14 p.m. on Tuesday, which is tomorrow night. Beware of the changes. So, you know, anytime you put Pluto into a square with any of the 
you know, personal planets of which Venus is, um, this intensifies the situation. So this is an intense love relationship where needs um, come to the surface. So the, this is a time to kind of face this reality of what changes may need to be made. You know, it, it, this could really, you know, a Pluto is about breaking down, about permanent change. And so in, in order to avoid, you know, a permanent real breakdown, you know, we have to, you know, I suggest you start the conversation, um, you know, you and know, he, insecurity may may come in. You know, watch getting drawn in too much into a, a downward spiral. Spiral. Um, work and discover what changes must happen. You know, in order to work out any of those um, issues that might have already occurred. That instead of it, you know, bubbling up and and putting the the lid on the pot, it's time to like have those conversations. So, because it's really about. Somebody wants to control someone. Uh, one person wants to be manipulate, manipulative um, or to just pure jealousy, right? It's the Plutonian energy of trying to hold on to something just the way it is right? when it really needs to be changing. So. And so what that reminds me of too, that Venus square Pluto. So Venus is like the things that we value. Pluto is that, you know, kind of uprooting things. So it's not necessarily all pleasant, but that square there is a challenging thing. So maybe we can use this uprooting to challenge the values that we have kind of habitually put in place that might not necessarily, we might not want them to be there anymore. So it's kind of reminding me a little bit of the discussions that we've had at the Unhustle Retreat that we just got back from. Mm -hmm. And it's about, you know, how much value and time we've, really allocated towards some things in our life that just need to be uprooted to see Mm -hmm. if they really, you know. And this is specifically around, you know, relationships, how much um, really all relationships need to be in flux and change, right? So in order for them to change positively so that there's a, you know, a continued connection, um, you know, because there's evolution going on at all times, this is just a time for the relationship to evolve mm-hmm. onto the next level, right? So two people have to be in cooperation, right? Yes. So um, good time to have conversation. So be aware of the changes. That's why I titled it there because there's some things going on. Discuss them. Don't, don't you know, put the lid on and hide them. Okay. And so we have a lot going on Thursday, October 3rd. So this is... The first one is Pluto stations direct. Right. So this happens at 1.37 a.m. And, you know, Pluto has been retrograde. And Pluto goes retrograde for about half the year, every year. Mm-hmm. And so do all the outer planets. But I titled this one Pay Attention because this stays in this forward moving direction until April of of um April of 2020. So, you know, it was April of 2019 of this year when he stationed retrograde. Now he's stationing direct this week and stays direct until April of 2020. So, you know, Pluto is making its slow passage to the meeting spot with Saturn. All the astrologers are talking about this January 2020 when Pluto and Saturn meet up 
and the um, Capricorn. Okay. And there's this breaking down, which has been occurring already, and then this restructuring. So it, this is not, it, this is a very, you know, trying time. It's very stressful time uh, around anything that we consider um, stable. St- yes, <laughs> stable or that we've relied on or we've always understood as permanent. Um, many things are, again, that Pluto we were just talking about with Venus, this Pluto over, you know, it's over this whole period of time, but particularly right around this January 2020. So now Jupiter on this day, you know, on Thursday, October 3rd is starting to make its way toward. So it'll be starting to cover areas that it hasn't covered before in our lifetime. Interesting. Yeah. So I've got, I've got birthdays here. So from now I'm giving you sun the sun signs. Right. Because, you know, unless I, unless you know your natal chart. Right. Or unless they get a reading with you, then they're going to really know how this would be affecting them. So these are any birthdays from January 11th to January 15th that you have. This is the, the, the range of the 20 degree Capricorn to the 25 degree Capricorn, which is this motion that Pluto will be making um, in this direct motion this time. So these will be affected in a conjunction. So will any natal planets at these degrees. So that's 20 to 25 a Capricorn. But also the opposite as well, because that'll be a Pluto opposition. And those birthdays are um, the Cancer period of July 13th through the 18th. And again, that's 20 degrees of Cancer to 25 degrees of Cancer. So if your sun sign... You know, your birthday is any time in this period. And then the two squares, uh, the Aries and the Libra. The Aries is April 10 through the 15, and then October 14th through the 19th. These are the squares of this of this Pluto because Pluto is getting ready to move into new territory. So watch for permanent change. These are this will be around your sun. The sun is your personality. It's your it's your ego. It's really how you shine your light in the world. We'll be going through some kind of metamorphosis, some psychological change in order to find the real power. It's tapping. It's asking you to tap into your true power, not what you think you are. Um, awesome. Yeah. So it's an elimination <laughs> of what is old and worn out and read, you know, in order to birth a new and higher you. Um, so work on your own life to transform versus trying to work on basically things around you or people around you. The, the, it, it's happening to you if you have any of the planets or the sun at any of those um, dates I gave. I mean, it's not easy. It's a Pluto uh, transit. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to strengthen you for sure. Um, but, you know, as any death and rebirth process, it gets messy. So right. if, if, you, if you're feeling anything like this of of, you know, kind of, uh, you know, you can't find your shine anymore. You are, you go into this place of, you know, you're not feeling yourself where things are difficult and you're just not seeing the joy in life, you know, check in with the reading and maybe, you know, just maybe you're having, um, this Pluto, a Pluto transit Mm -hmm. on one of your other planets. If it's not, if it's not your, 
a sun that a sun sign that I just gave those dates right. are, but maybe it's an angle. Maybe it's uh, the moon, you know, maybe it's Mercury, maybe it's Mars, any of the planets. So check in because if you are, have, I've had this in my lifetime, not everybody gets this. Um, however, man, are you a different person on the end of it? And I trust you. High five. I'm standing right, right. there on the on the breakthrough and I'm going to be high five when you're going, yes, you won't even recognize yourself when you look in the mirror. Um, you're going to love yourself way more than you did before you started walking the fire. Yeah. I tell that to everyone. I love that. Um, so a big thing, you know, it's like you've got to trust the process. You cannot fight this. The fighting, you will not win. So there's kind of this, you know, no one likes to give in or give up. Allow. That's right? a good it's, word. It's just trust the process. You know, there, you know, from my my astrological belief is you came in at this time, you know, you birthed at this birthday moment in order to have a Pluto transit at this particular time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, don't give up, go with I like it. And yeah, so that same yeah. day, we also have Mercury Ingress Scorpio. So right. tell us about this. This is, this is at 3.15 a.m. So yeah, a lot will happen by the time we wake up on Thursday morning. It's staying for an extended visit because Mercury's getting ready to retrograde by the end of the month. And actually, guess what? It mm. retrogrades on your favorite holiday. Halloween? Yeah. Oh, actually, that's going to be kind of cool. The Halloween. That'll be to look perfect. For ghosts and goblins. <laughs> it's going because it's in Scorpio, right? Yes. So it'll be kind of a dark and creepy and scary. <laughs> it's going to be a I really like dark it. and creepy uh, Halloween this year. Um, but it's going to give us more time to understand and reflect and rewrite our fears and our dread or what really frightens us. Right, what what is scary in our lives? Um, just interesting that it happened to be on Halloween. Um, so you know this retrograde doesn't happen till till then for a couple you know three plus weeks, but it's going to stay in in the sign of Scorpio. It gets like all the way up to like, I think twenty seven degrees Scorpio. It looks like it's about ready to leave, and it retrogrades. So mm-hmm. it stays here until December 9th. Oh wow! So yeah. all you Scorpio peoples, you know, Sun in Scorpio, Moon in Scorpio. Especially those later, those later um, degrees will have Mercury, and if if you don't know that and you need it, let's get a reading to think of uh, using this energy for a deep psychological review on you know what you think about yourself and how you communicate and you know how you write. There's some sort of profoundness going on to do some you know f- full truth and what what it is you 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 know it's a planet of communication so it has to replay some of this the same area and remember mercury retrograde is not a bad thing right maybe like a you know doing a tell all <laughs> autobiography writing it around yeah. that time you know being honest i i might um suggest um dream journaling i just started doing that um, which I'll talk about in the our, our house yes. from the Unhustle. Okay, and so October anyway, 3rd, yeah. same, still the same day, True. Mars ingress Libra. So this is not till later on in the, in the evening, like 11.22 p.m. Um, and Mars, this is a challenge for Mars. Mars is in its detriment here. You know, Mars likes being in Aries or even in Scorpio. You know, in the, it's the traditional ruler of Scorpio, but it's the contemporary 
ruler of Aries and and Libra is opposite Aries. So anytime a planet is in its ruling sign and then it goes into its opposite sign, it's in its detriment, meaning it, Mars likes to do things on its own, having the Not power, considering anyone else. Having the power to be individuated and move along with whatever, you know, Mars wants to do. But here it says, okay, uh, there's other people here. So I have to Where did get they their come input. From? <laughs> Maybe I got to find out what they want to do and how do we work on a compromise here? So, you know, you can make your choice. You know, do you agree and strive for peace in all relationships or do you want to fight and argue to get your way? Um, the one thing is coming in is the goddess herself, mm-hmm. Venus, is moving in within five days. Venus is getting to her own sign of Libra on the 8th. So, which is not until the following week, but, you know, when she does, this Venus will give some comfort to Mars, right? Mars That'll is probably good. like, you know... I don't know how lustfully looking for Venus in her own sign, and he's trying to get his own way, and he wants to get get at her. It's almost right? like Find a party her. too. It's like so, Mars got there and <laughs> didn't realize that he needed to be the host. <laughs> yeah, and so he's demanding and pushing around, and Venus arrives. Um, and like I said on the eighth, it's like, oh, there you are. Okay, it's like it's like she's getting ready up in her room, you know, in her boudoir, and she's <laughs> getting her gown on and her hair done and her makeup and her, you know, beauty mark right there um, and her <laughs> gold and jewelry and gems. So um, that'll be nice when she arrives. We'll talk about that next week. And then finally in the transits, we have Monday, October 7th, Mercury opposes Uranus. Hey, you know, this is this happens at um, 1.16 a.m. Be very interesting if you would wake up, uh, if you woke up this morning because, well, this this is the 7th, sorry. I kind of threw this in here, um, mm-hmm. preparing because it happens, you know, in the, right after midnight. And when I called this Zippity-Doo-Dah, I don't know why. I think my I mom, like that name. It's I, one of my, my favorites. My mom said that the other day and I'm like... You know what? I haven't heard you say that in so long. And then when I was writing this, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like, you know, everything's moving quickly mm-hmm. um, and actually way too quick. And it's there's just too much energy because there's this an opposition to Uranus that likes, you know, sudden change and lightning bolt kind of um, spur of the moment, spontaneous action right. to Mercury who is about, you know, thinking and in in analyzing and putting the details together. So it's so, going from like point A to Z within like one <laughs> one second. Yeah. It, it's it's like and, and when you're saying that, like watch driving too fast. Right. You know, watch that, you know, that gear shift. Or maybe because like I don't normally have a lot of anxiety, but just thinking about Mercury opposing Uranus in this, it kind of is giving me a little bit of that stirred, you know, looking around too much kind of energy of like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Right. It's nervousness. Mm -hmm. Everything's moving too fast. You know, it's like um, impatience, you know, like I, 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 I slow down a little bit. I can't make that my, my mind up. You know, hold on a second. So be careful on being too rash to people or too curt. Um, you know, kind of take your deep breath. You know, we learned, we'll talk about the box breath that mm-hmm. I learned this weekend that I did again this morning. Um, 
but it's best to stimulate your mind. So, you know, astrology is the is ruled by Uranus. So, you know, studying astrology or some technical subject um, is really good as long as it's going on in the brain, right? Um, you know what? You could download a vocabulary app like I just did. That's a, that's an awesome... We, we actually did that in the plane just the other day because we had a layover. Um, and I, Magoosh is the app that I found that I downloaded. and That's the name, Magoosh? <laughs> yes. Awesome. Cool. Anyway, I just, you know, somehow bringing in stimulating to your brain. Um, and then I'm going to talk about the, you know, the, de- the digital detox retreat. So it's kind of like um, more information here may be too scatterbrained. Um, but, you know, you're going to want to be collecting information. You, you really do. So um, it's okay. going to just sound like an oxymoron as I talk about all some of these t- tips and techniques we used at the digital detox that we taught. You know, right. So. so let's move on to talisman times. Okay. So you have finished four talismans and one being a very special new moon in Libra, Mala. But let's start with the Mercury sextile Jupiter. Tuesday, September 24th, I did um, I did the, the Mercury sextile to Jupiter, which is Mercury's details, Jupiter's big picture, and it says to consider the grand vision. I am only sensing and understanding the big picture of my plan. The details will come easier as I grasp the complete finished masterpiece. So just having the vision, the details will follow in. Yeah. You and don't have to have the details before you have the picture. Right. You got to go other way here. And someone had very, something very similar natally at our at our unhustle retreat. And I remember you, because when we were going through everyone's astrological mm-hmm. chart, you were talking about, you know, it's really beneficial for you to see the big picture mm-hmm. and hold that vision and then work on the details from there, mm-hmm. um, which is such a... That's so useful for, for a lot of things, especially if it's a big project. You kind of have to have that have that idea and then consistently work in the many And if you remember steps. who this was, where she really paints huge mural abstract well, murals that go into, you know, airports and hospitals. I mean, these are major pieces. Um, and that's in her natal chart. Right. It was yeah, so it was crazy. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> so, okay. Um, here so we go. Keep going. September 28th, you had the S- Venus sextile Jupiter. Right. And this is using the balsamic moon. So the moon has not yet crossed in to, uh, has not, it, it's in Libra here. It's just not crossed the moon. So it's the balsamic moon phase. And I'm doing this, at, uh, did this at 7.06 a.m. to complete a writing or art project. I feel great and it shows about wrapping up my work of art and what a perfect time to reveal its beauty. Yes. And even, you know, in this transit, I feel like it's that once you keep holding that big picture ahead and checking off all of the little detail boxes, and then once you're finally there and you're in the long stretch, it's that just enjoy it, you know, because it gets <laughs> weary like, when you have that whole long list. It's like, you know, you picture when you reveal something, you're, you know, pulling off the sheet that you put on and it's just like, da-da. Yeah, right? I love it. Um, 
Uh, also Saturday, now this is, this is, I did grab the new moon, Saturday, September 28th, one uh, twenty-seven p.m. We had Venus in a sextile to Jupiter along with the new moon in Libra conjunct Venus, which is the ruler of Libra. So uh, to beautify my world with joy, love, and abundance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this probably won't be here too long. No, I, those, I really believe that. Go fast. <laughs> um, Sunday, September 29th. Um, this is still new moon energy. This is at 7.52 a.m. To attract a harmonious and tranquil relationship, new or current. This energy is so easy right now that I accept and breathe it in. This allows me with beautiful, compromise, win-win situations and productive give and take elements I exhale. Yeah. And what I what I also loved too is that Wayne Dyer quote that we were just talking about. Um, you know, and within, you know, entering into a relationship, sometimes you have no idea it's coming. I mean, I feel like normally people don't realize like, oh, okay, you know, it's here. And what I loved about the quote that we discussed mm-hmm. is that if you're entering into a relationship and you're trying to put two halves to make a whole, you're only now becoming two half people, yeah. you know, but coming together as two wholes and kind of creating creating a more dynamic relationship in that sense is difficult to do. However, well, yeah, it means that you have to come in, you have to always be prepared as a whole. Right. And not and, only and working on W H O L E. <laughs> right. A whole. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah. and with this, I think, you know, to attract a harmonious and tranquil relationship, it's it's about that self-work. It's about really, you know, cultivating yourself to be that whole person mm-hmm. to attract that other whole person mm-hmm. who's able to do that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've done enough clients, enough work, and a lot of the client work is around relationships. And, you know, not thinking that they're in a perfect relationship and then finding out they're not mm-hmm. uh, just because they themselves haven't done their integral work on developing their own self-esteem and self-worth. Right. Where they're looking for the recognition in their mate that might last for that, you know, honeymoon phase or that three-month phase, but was never real solid and, you know, honest. Yep. So I, I work with a lot of clients that way, but yeah, two holes equal a beautiful combination. Right. You know. And so no talismans upcoming. No, you know what? Not unless, I, I mean, I looked and looked and looked and looked. No, I'll um, okay. follow my Instagram page. What is it? At intention beads, all one word. Because uh, I just threw something out this morning at about 6 a.m. So, you know, follow through, you know, get up on Instagram because I send after I've t- done the talisman, the bead making, I take a picture of the chart and a picture of the beads on a skewer because it's heading into the into bake in the oven. Mm-hmm. And I'll have you, I'll give you the, you know, in the description, I'll give you the planets and what they're, how they're moving together and then what to say in the moment. Right, because and you join can pull, along. You can pull that energy in, um, in the day, and and use that um, productively. Yeah, 
I like it. Yeah, I do. So too. moving on to the horizon. So we have it's filling up. Wow. I mean, we really already have up until April 2020 booked. booked. So let's start with October 5th and 6th. We have the Hay House Live event that's happening in Houston, Texas. Can can I I can I give them I wanted to do this last time, the list of people that are speaking. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dr. Joe Dispenza, your mm-hmm. favorite. One and, of my favorites. And, and yeah. what and one of they what they do, it's a it's a Saturday and Sunday event, but you it's two hundred dollars for each day. And you sign up from ten to five for one of these speakers and you get them all day. So two hundred dollars for all day with one of these speakers yeah, it's and pretty hold, awesome. hold on, because I'm gonna give you the list here. Um, and then you get another group of people, you know, like some of these are half 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 of this group's on Saturday and the other half is on Sunday. So, you know, for $400, you could go for the weekend and get a download of each one of these. Right. Um, so Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Brian Weiss and his daughter, Matt Kahn, James Von Prague, Gabby Bernstein, mm-hmm. my favorite, Colette Baron-Reed. I'm mm-hmm. having dinner with her that night. Uh, Mike Dooley, Dr. Mike Dow, and John Holland. Oh yeah, that'll so, be that's wow. a really cool group. Yeah, if and if you know, you know, Hay House is a publishing house, so it's you know these are all of their authors that have studied and experienced and lived and taught all of these subjects that that they're teaching and they're experts. They're experts. They're, they're experts in their field. And then the interesting, you should say that because I just remembered, you know, that's like one section of the con- of the uh, convention center. In Houston, I think it's the George W. Bush, maybe, <laughs> convention center. I'm I think. not sure. Um, but in another area of that convention is the writers, the writers' Workshop. workshops mm-hmm. are going on. Um, and so there's another handful of speakers over there teaching about, you know, how to write your, your writing techniques, yeah, right. and how to publish and all that. So, wow, it's about a three to four to five thousand people gathering. Yes, we're so yeah. excited. So get your tickets so you get in early to the the, the guys, the people that you want to see. Yes, and then October twelfth, we are hosting our Cosmic Trends, and this is going to be quarter four. So this is an online. When it's online, it is completely free. So you just head over to our Facebook or our Instagram mm-hmm. and we go live October 12th. That's a Saturday and it's in the morning. 10 so a.m. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And that is Sandy and Susan Goodell, a financial astrologer, and they run through the entire quarter. So make sure that you're right. You bring your calendar and you're writing all of these dates down because they'll give you dates for... A date. <laughs> They'll give you dates well, actually, for Well, actually, Susan's got some bathtub. really big dates for financial, um, you know. Switches. Yeah, the like when to sell stocks. I mean, she give it, she's given me, you know, a little update. Um, so That'll be it, interesting. It, yeah, and it seems to be a lot of, a lot of the questions that are going on in the world right now with this, you know, upcoming recession that, you know, when do you hold and when do you... So, right. right. So, and then also, once the cameras go down for this online presentation, we also have well, because we film actually in front of a live audience. Mm-hmm. So, once those cameras get turned off, we go deep into people's charts yeah, for Q4. So, yeah. And this will be all of these dates 
you'll have just from being there and witnessing the recording. However, you're going to get your full set of dates for your specific chart. And this, Sandy and Susan are going to be teaching you why this is going on, you know, what to look out for. And this winds up turning into um, pretty much an educational as well as a completely personal event. And can I say this? Yeah. That this may be our last um, in person. Right. Because, you know, it's a location, location, location scenario. And not everybody lives, you know, within driving distance to Evanston, Illinois, um, just north of Chicago. And so we have had so many requests um, to do this. Digitally. Digitally, like so, like on Zoom. Right. So we're looking into doing that in 2020 um, of the of these four quarters so that you can come along. We give you the dates. So stay tuned for that. Um, yes, for the we'll Q1, let you know. For the Q1 acknowledgement. So we're working on that and how that's going to go. Right. And then the next weekend, we have a local event. It's a talisman ceremony happening at Club Pilates in LaGrange, Illinois. And if you email LaGrange, that's L-A-G-R-A-N-G-E at clubpilates.com, you'll get more information on tickets there. Then November 14th, we are headed to Dubuque, Iowa, where we are going to have another talisman ceremony at the Center of I Am. And if you email info at centerofiam.com, you will get more ticket information there. And the reason why we're heading over to Dubuque, Iowa is the Midwest Yoga and Oneness Festival. And that is November 15th through the 17th. This is... One of our favorite it's, Midwest it's, events. It's our favorite Midwest. Um, yeah. So basically, it's it's mainly yoga. However, they do have some some alternative lessons and workshops similar to ours, which will be all about astrology one hundred and one. And we are going to be printing out people's personal charts as well. So it's more of a almost a class that we're teaching on Friday. That first day, it's like mm-hmm. a, an extra an extra sign up. Uh, all day Friday, we're teaching Astrology 101, 202, and 303. And you follow along with your natal chart so that you can kind of... Um, Start to make sense of it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, using these handouts, using glyph pages, cheat sheets, key key words. Um, uh, it, it's it, If you're wanting to learn astrology, this is a good place to come. Yes. Okay, and also in November, we don't have the date set, but we do have our Jupiter and Sagittarius webinar. And I have had a few of you um, email me with those asking for those details. We have not ironed out the weekend yet. However, I am going to be sending out a broadcast email and probably posting it on Instagram. So make sure you're signed up for our mailing list and or following us on Instagram. And this is so Jupiter and Sagittarius webinar. It is exactly that. <laughs> We are using the energy of the last bit of Jupiter and Sagittarius because by December 3rd, Jupiter moves into the next sign, that's Capricorn, and will not be returning to Sagittarius for 11 years. Right. And so we're wanting to do another. We did one last November when Jupiter moved into Sagittarius, I can't believe it's almost a year. I know. But I'm going, and I think I'm going to pick two dates. I think one's going to be a Sunday. Um, and it's about a two and a half hour webinar. I do your chart. I make a bead for you, setting your intention using the 
Jupiter and Sagittarius words. Yes. And the coolest part about this, <laughs> you know, talisman webinar is that bead that Sandy makes for you. We send over to Bali, Indonesia, where it's going to be turned into a mala, all 108 beads, added the tassel, the Rudraksha seeds, and blessed in a Balinese temple there, and then shipped around that other side of the world. So this tiny little bead is going to be making a very large trip around the earth. Oh, so Jupiter is, and Sagittarius, This eh? is all in Jupiter Sagittarius style, of course. And, you know, we're going to do an add-on there, Alex. I don't know if you knew this part. But we're also offering the bracelet, the matching bracelet. So you could do the mala, um, number one, mm-hmm. um, and then you can add the bracelet. Because um, we had a large amount of people that had taken the first class um, last fall. Yes. Um, and wanting the matching bracelet. So we're okay. going to be offering that as well. Oh, perfect. That sounds awesome. So then we also have our two retreats happening in 2020. The first one is January 5th to the 12th in 2020. That's the Mexico retreat in La Paz, Mexico. If you head to our website, you're going to see the videos that we have Mm -hmm. from past retreats. Um, I mean, everyone has come back. You know, it's like everyone wants to make this an annual thing. And what you learn in our retreats, any of our retreats really, is all new information because we are catering to the astrological transits that are going on there. And it's that Saturn-Pluto that happens January 12th. So we'll be on our way. We'll be finishing the closing ceremony with this with this Pluto-Saturn conjunction. That's when it, it's, it's when it comes together on the 12th of mm-hmm. January of 2020. Um, so we'll be ready for... Um, you know, grounding in on new things that we're ready to shift our own world so that when the global shift is occurring, which it's already occurring, but, you know, it's going to shift even more. Right. And we'll be set in our own individual landing with our own legs. Perfect. Then also April 20th to 30th, that is our journey to Bali. We head to Bali, Indonesia every year and we have our Bali family, you know, there to welcome us with open arms. We stay there and this one's going to be 11 days Mm -hmm. and you really immerse yourself into the Bali Hati, which means the Balinese heart, the heart of Bali. And this is I mean, if there is anything more pure than Bali, please let me know. Because, <laughs> I mean, I love this place. Um, this island is sacred. The people there are have pretty much permanent smiles on that are... They're happy and joyful mm-hmm. with their simple lives. They teach us by osmosis. They do. So, um, of course, we have the deposits that you can make for any of our retreats open right now. And we would love to have you come on one of these retreats. It is transformational. Yes. And we also have an astrological interview Mm -hmm. talking about our... Some, some of our people who came to Bali with us. So check, check that out as well, as well as um, the website will have, you know, some videos from mm-hmm. our past retreats. Um, I do want to give a quick, again, mention about our Sherry Salata book giveaway that is happening right now. So head over to our Instagram. You're going to find a post with the beautiful no book. 
That is what you're looking for. You're going to share it to your story and mention intention beads and Sherry Salata. So we would love to have, we would love to give you these books. So head to Instagram and we're going to have some, we're going to draw the winners this week. Yes. They just arrived. Yes. Okay. Let them them arrive in your doorstep. (laughs) So let's move on to our house. And we have a major topic that we are going to do because we have so much to talk about. This is the Unhustle Retreat that we just finished. And oh my gosh, what a success. So Milena Rigos, who has started, it's an Unhustle movement. She has been a hustler since she was, I think she said she started her first business at 17 mm-hmm. years old and has been a hustler ever since until a couple of years ago when she was starting to arrive very close on the doorstep of burnout. burnout. Mm-hmm. And actually I did a retreat, I did a, um, a re- reading for her at one of the Squall Valleys and I saw something in her chart that she was about to make a big shift in her career. And big, sure big. enough, she looked at her husband <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> and sure enough, she did. And she contacted us to help with, you know, kind of collaborate on a retreat. Her first retreat. So we taught, I taught Mercury in everybody's chart. Right. How they think, what information they collect, how they perceive it and how they deliver it through writing or presentation or speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, we did briefly go into Sun, Moon, Ascendant because that's key. Um, but we did some pretty fun, like, you know, pretty fun activities. Yeah. And ways that we, they introduced themselves. You know, we, we made them kind of verbally agree to, you know, being open-minded, non-judgmental, you know, to try everything that we had to offer. And they all said yes. And some had to back out on some things. But the one big thing is we had three levels of digital detox. So the first one we talked, and we talked about these in um, Lake Tahoe style, aka like in tree height. <laughs> but I'll I'll save you from that because I I don't remember them all. But I the, do. What Pond, was the first Ponderosa. one? Ponderosa. Ponderosa was the first level, and so this was where people would you know, turn their phone on airplane mode and they would have the liberty of turning it, toggling it back and forth during the retreat. The second, which was Douglas fir. I remember that one. (laughs) So this one was Douglas fir. This was the next tier up. And this one was where you turned in your phone to us during the day and you picked it up at night. Mm -hmm. So you did not have your phone in during the breaks, during lunch, and so that was the second tier. The third tier, which was the sugar pine. Sugar pine. Okay, now I'm remembering these. Yeah. And the third one was the top tier. This was like you go all in, where you hand over your phone, the opening ceremony, and you do not get it back until after the, the closing ceremony. So the entire weekend from Thursday to Sunday, you are phoneless. You're phoneless. Complete, you're phoneless, completely detached. Um, you can change your mind if, at, at any time. Right. Nobody, cha- nobody backwards changed their mind, but people were like, you know what? Just keep my phone. I was going right. to do the, I was going to do the- Level two. And- Douglas fir, but I'm going for 
the big tall the boy, sugar the pine. sugar pine. Yeah, I did it, and i i put I put mine in this beautiful bowl in the ceremony on Thursday night. And I said, you know, I'm going to go with the Douglas fir, and I turned my phone off, put it in, and the next morning I'm like, wait a minute, I was supposed to have my phone back. <laughs> I, I was only, I was just supposed to have it back at night, and I'm like, I didn't even recognize it was not with me. That's so awesome. So I was just like, I'm going right up to the top and I got it back on Sunday at closing ceremony. I didn't like, even want to take mine Holy back. Holy moly. I didn't want to take it back. Didn't, didn't want, they're like, you know what, can you just mail it to me later? Right. <laughs> and it was really cool too, to when we were discussing with Milena, when Milena was teaching, she was teaching us breath work and Qigong and all these um, kind of like techie tips mm-hmm. of how to keep the distractions at a minimum mm-hmm. because and you know with all of these supportive sources that she's had on um, you know when you when you wake up and the first thing you do is turn off your alarm on your phone and then all of a sudden the notifications start pouring in your brain is now completely disjointed you know, it's it's now going into all of these different things like, oh yeah, I have to check Instagram. Oh yeah, I have to do that. Oh, what are my appointments today? You know, and it'll give you all of this kind of tech anxiety of we're not doing enough. And so one of the favorite tips of mine that I'm st- starting to kind of work on with my phone is just turning off all the notifications, mm-hmm. you know, and that is, it's a really beneficial thing because... <laughs> I don't need to know if one person follows me on Instagram. <laughs> That's not going to make or break my day. You know, um, don't so, turn off your podcast notifications though. Right. Don't turn those. <laughs> those are very important. That actually is what Melena said. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I really liked it. And uh, one of the exercises that we did was really going in internal to our morning routines and making a commitment there. And one of your favorite things was smelling the tree. Oh my gosh, the trees smell incredible in Lake Tahoe. So next uh, year- How many you, hikes did, I mean, I didn't with my knee, but you went on two yeah. hikes a day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was incredible. And you were, you were there, you were touching the soil. You know, there was, you didn't reach in your back pocket to snap pictures you were snapping pictures with your experience. And I mean, that there is something to be said about, you know, concerts these days or like things that are going on. Everyone has their phone right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we, what was the, what was the, um, I can't remember that source that Melina talked about, but the amount of time that we spend in front of screens per day. Computer screen, phone screen, hours. iPad, TV. 11 hours. It's it's almost like we've completely forgotten about our like physical world. Mm-hmm. And we're living in this like kind of two-dimensional, artificially lit space. And it's doing terrible things for our health, terrible things for our eyesight, for our mental clarity. I our mean, digestion, our sleep, it's our our nuts. our mental agility, um, even you know emotional depression, right? And so, 
the, like a lot of our discussions and we would have these campfires at every night where <laughs> we would, wars. <laughs> yeah, we would just have human discussion. That's literally what we had on the schedule was human interaction and discussion. <laughs> and it did. was just so much fun. It would, <laughs> we didn't have a, a, a theme that we were talking about. We didn't have a, any topics. We just talked and we, the fluidity of where, you know, the conversations went, it was just, everything was just so pure. So, um, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it turned out to be one of the favorite things that um, the attendees were surprised at. Right. Right. One of my favorite yeah. things too. I mean, of course the whole weekend was incredible, but um, we did the Wim Hof method, which is a breathing <laughs> oh, method. And we great, like, you know, gradually went into Lake Tahoe. All right, three of you did. <laughs> Not everybody. All, Some people went up us, to their feet. We went up to the ankles. Yeah, they tapped their yeah. toes in or they went up to the ankle or to their it knees. It was cold. It was cold. I went all the way to my chin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, three of you are out there. Literally one was swimming to the buoys and back. Right. Right. Yeah, impressive. Um, so, so I loved that and just the... I mean, that'll give you some mental clarity right there because you have to have, yeah, you have to have like kind of that laser focus of, you know, what what are you doing? You know, what's your intention of being in this freezing cold water? Mm -hmm. So um, if anyone has done the Wim Hof method, I would like to know, you know, your experience too. So email me at info at intentionbeats.com. I want to explore that a little bit more. Which then one thing you can do is to, hop in a cold shower. Right. And so I've I've added that to my morning routine. Yeah, I have. And I am not a cold fan at all. I know I live <laughs> in Chicago and I know it gets very cold here, but I mean, this is a very unique thing for me because every single winter I am constantly complaining about the cold because my circulation isn't all all that great, but there is something to this cold shower. It's it's shaken me up a little bit and it's waken me up in the mornings. Which is which is awesome. So and the other thing that you started is um, unhustling by saying, "Hey, I'm it's it's eight p.m. I'm turning my phone off. I'm going on airplane mode. I will be back on at eight eight a.m. tomorrow." Right. So you can't get a hold of me. Right? right. So and what power is that? I mean, we were talking about you know taking taking our power back, you know, in in these transits before in this episode, but like how powerful is that? Because People think that you're going to be on your phone 24-7 and if they give you one message or an email or a text message that you're obligated to, to respond so right back. Because I mean, I'm a, of the generation that we clocked in at our jobs and clocked out of our jobs. And then there was no, maybe you would they'd find you at home and ask you to come in early or... Um, Right. You know, take the day off tomorrow or something. But there was no work done after a certain amount of time. And this is like constant work, constant work so that you can constantly, you know, you're constantly talking. Even me, like I know that I'm setting things up at night with something tomorrow because somebody just called me and said they need to talk to me. And, and it's like, you know, to go on in airplane mode, you know, like letting all your family and friends know, you know, I do have a landline so I can say, if you need to get a hold of me, here's my landline. Um, but I think three people have my landline. Right, and that's how it should right? be. Not everyone's, not everyone needs your landline number. But the fact that you can just say, and then you can literally put your, fo- you don't have to carry it around. 
You don't have to, you know, have it on the floor that you're in or you're going right to go do to your laundry. Head. You don't yeah. have to like take it up with you. It's like you're free to move about your home or the night and forget a, forget about it, <laughs> right? And literally kind of go back into that old-fashioned world. Now, nobody's saying <laughs> we live in the digital world. We must. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, my 88-year-old, my, my, my 87-year-old mother, I don't know why. My dad was 88. My mom was 87. Um have iPad and iPhone. So they've had to make their adjustments so that they can stay connected to, you know, their relatives right. and their world this and digital their friends. World. And, but so we're not saying to get rid of the digital at all. We're just saying manage it. Yeah, have some One healthy the, boundaries there. So this morning I unsubscribed from 10, 10 emails that I got. Tomorrow awesome. I'm going to do another 10. That's great. So, you know, and we had people on our on our retreat that were managing nine email accounts. Oh, my nine. Gosh. Yeah, she did. Think about that. That's that's not even like counting the social media accounts. I mean, whoo, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I mean, what are you what are you guys managing? You know, when you think about it, how how much time are you staring at a screen? Mm-hmm. You know, this is these are important things. Do you want say what it whatever it is, like 50 years of your life to be sitting in front of a screen like ooh, that's that's alarming mm-hmm. to think about. But well, you know what was alarming for me? That books on iPad is digital, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that hasn't crossed your mind well, yet. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I can't go buy every book I'm going to read. Right. So that's why I thought, oh, I'm going to just do it on my iPad. And then I was reminded um, well, also, by Melina think- that that's, that's the white, that's the, the light coming at you. Mm-hmm. It's still the note, even if I hit it on airplane mode. Right? Yeah. And I mean, what you can do too is turn off the notifications completely so that you're not, you know, going and, you know, you're in bed, you're ready, you know, just to unwind and read a book on your iPad, I guess. Yeah, that's the point. But, it's, I, I don't even have Wi-Fi to that. It's always on airplane mode. Oh, okay. Because it's such, such an old thing. Yeah. Um. So not even that, but she was like... <laughs> it's like, I thought you went, you know, big pine. And I'm like, well, I did. And she's like, there's your iPad. I'm like, again, okay. I like <laughs> to read my book. Yeah. Um, but especially because it's Outlander. Right. And so I think what we're, what we're getting at here is that our Unhustle retreat was transformational, not just for you and I, but for everyone there. We are on to something here and we are so excited <laughs> to share this with you again next year. We're going to do it Lake again. Lake Tahoe is a... <sighs> Beautiful. I mean, I have asked Melina just to take mason jars, open them up, you know, close to some trees and send me those mason jars sealed so I can just take a little sniff of the of this the cl- air. The clean and the time, time of year. Now, you know, we looked at it and it was like, it was going to be from 30 to 50 degrees. And we're like, oh, you know, <laughs> uh, we're, it you was know, we're September. 
But the sun gets so, I mean, it felt like it was 70 during the day and then chilly at night to sit around the fire with a scarf and your- It was so perfect. It was the perfect way to, you know, move in. And we liked this this time of year because we picked the uh, National Peace Day weekend. So our retreat was called Burnout to Peace Out Retreat. And everyone did. And it surprised me. I mean, I knew that we would deliver a retreat, we always do, that is beneficial and- you know, um, you know, excitable, but nothing like what, what this one was for such a short, quick time. You know, mm-hmm. at the ceremony we do, uh, you know, keep two, throw one away. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved the talisman making and the art interpretation. Yeah, because was- we're trying to look at things here, perceive things in a different fashion that we can see different opinions and when we went around to do the art in- interpretation of everyone's art piece, you know, with no judging and, you know, no one's better than the other because, you know, art is all in the eye of the beholder. Some of these revelations were coming through as like, I see that, but that's not what I put into it. But that is one of my visions. It just the whole weekend was like stunning Enlightening, <laughs> you know, striking. And then the food was great. So check this out. So this is a big, big resort and it's an, it's an old resort. So it's been there for a long time and that's what makes it so kind of woody and mm-hmm. old fashioned. But they had a group of 200 scientists there when we arrived um, like the first day or two that were talking about, they were all the climate control scientists in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with with um, visiting uh, from Australia and they had some from Denmark. Yeah, it was international. It was an international thing. But um, which, you know, I'm like, well, that's, you know, did you guys pick this weekend? Because the International Peace Day, which their theme this year is for climate control, for peace. Because so much of the, you know, of the disasters that are, Happening, Dis- disrupting people's lives from and this homes, warming, yeah. and and so they, they had no idea it was that weekend. Then they leave. We're still there, and we had the whole place to ourselves for it about was a wonderful. day and a half, like walking in like Zombieville. It was great. And then two hundred and eighty people show up from the neuroscience uh, department at you, you know University of Berkeley. So- oh, but Berkeley. Mm-hmm. So it was like brainiacs all over the place and we're the group going detox digital detox right, right? i think so i think all perfect. of them would have benefited from our re- retreat oh. too but we keep our retreats so personal personalized and, yeah. and i love that because everyone got a chance to really show up engage be a part of it and be a big part of it so so some of you have asked for us to do a local you know national in the states quick weekend retreat, this is it. Yes. This is it. Because regardless if you're in the tech world, uh, we had one big tech world person with us. A few. Um, We had um, a scientist, we had a PhD. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So this this, this is anyone... That lives in the the twenty first century. <laughs> yes. It's you don't have to be in a certain field. No. to digital detox. Right. No, because we're all on our phones. I mean, we see it everywhere. Come on, we're alive now. We're That's, looking down at our yeah. palms. Yeah, this is this is an epidemic happening, and we need to set healthier boundaries for ourselves in order to 
regain Engaged, our yeah. mental clarity, regain our lives, yeah. regain um, the earth. Wait, we, so, yeah. we took a hike walking backwards. Yes. Yeah. So all these little like integral, un, and, and when there's a lot of things that we didn't get to do. So even if you came la- came this year, um, the girls are, want to come back next year. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're wanting to sign back up. It's key. Yeah. So we will, of course, keep you abreast of any of those, um, you know, registra- registrations for the upcoming On Hustle Retreat in 2020. So we would love for you to come. I think that's all for this episode. That's a lot. Yes, it is. I know. Okay, so of course, you guys, we love hearing from you. So keep those reviews happening. Send this podcast over to your friends. Mention it in your next meeting. <laughs> and share and, Sherry, Sherry Salada's beautiful no. Yes. And make sure to enter into our Instagram book giveaway with Sherry Salada. And until then, until next week, we will see you and we'll be off our phones. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.